Hey everyone, welcome to the Create Initiative Podcast, the show that brings you insights and techniques from people in the creative world. We serve to help fellow creatives connect, learn, and grow. Well, inside Kyle Lee's fabulous fall smells candlelit office, I'm Jason Evans, sitting across from the one and only Kyle Lee. Kyle, it is turkey week. How you doing, man? Gobble, gobble. Does that work? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know you were going to speak turkey. Yeah, that's one of my many talents. One of, one of your many, many talents. Well, uh, you know, we typically try to stay pretty evergreen with our episodes, but this is the week of Thanksgiving here in the United States. And uh, so we, we want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving as uh, you, you may be traveling, listening to this, uh, going, uh, getting ready for wonderful holiday festivities great dinners, um, no anger, no uh, family fights, nothing like that. It's it's only good, good things this week. Isn't exactly. that right? Yeah. So what, what what do you got planned, Kyle? Just going down to my parents' house. Just going to sit there and eat food all day. Yeah. Pretty easy. Drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> How much, uh, I mean, would you, so, you know, a lot of people think of Thanksgiving as the time to overindulge in the things they love. Absolutely, yes. So do you go to that extreme with Mountain Dew or is it just an average day for you? Oh, I mean, I would never, every day is the same consumption pretty much. Which, what are we talking about now? Ounces? I don't know. Anywhere between 80 ounces to... 130 ounces somewhere in that range yeah yeah more but i mean that doesn't include the ice like the ice that's the size of the cup you know yeah so the ice in there that's probably just like a couple of cans really because that's deceptive the ice yeah the ice really does take it out of you but at least you're getting water right as the ice melts oh, i throw the ice out I don't oh you just ice. drink it and then dump the ice yeah okay I well, do reuse the cup. I'm super. Well, that's good. Eco friendly. Like you'll go take your 7-Eleven cup back. Mm-hmm. Really? And they don't mind? Well, you, it's cheaper if you refill your cup. Uh, really? They let you do that? Yeah. I did not know that. Maybe you don't even have to bring in a 7-Eleven cup. It can just be any cup. Any like styrofoam cup? Yeah. How about that? The more you know. Yeah. You know there is something segment about, sponsored by 7-Eleven. There is something about uh, uh, conserving, you know, the goods. You know, there is something about that. There is something about that. Well, hopefully you're going to conserve uh, wonderful amounts of food this weekend and indulge, and uh, but not go overboard. Nobody wants uh, to have a terrible Thanksgiving no, food-wise. No, go way overboard. Uh, well, Kyle uh, feels the opposite, um, but uh, we hope that you do have a wonderful time this Thanksgiving and that if you are traveling, you're traveling in a safe manner and, uh, and all of that good stuff. Well, Kyle... Uh, we promote it in the last episode. Yeah, I've and been. We're going to get right to our five things. Good. I've been chomping at the bit. Chomping at the ready bit. Ready to share these. Uh, ready to go because Kyle, here on Thanksgiving week, you are going to share your top five tips to having the best Thanksgiving ever. Yes. I hope you guys are ready. Hope you guys are ready. Well, I'm I'm on pins and needles because I haven't even heard these yet. So. Um, Kyle, by all means. All right. So tip number one for having the greatest Thanksgiving of all time is politics. Politics. Yeah. All things politics. Talk politics right out of the gate. 
and that can so go some of these well. uh, depending yeah depending on uh, the way your uh, Thanksgivings are maybe you only see these people at holidays maybe you only see your family members at a certain time of the year you're not as familiar with them maybe maybe you have a closer knit family all that I know is that immediately upon walking through the door you should say so what do you guys think about this and whatever their stance politically is you should take the opposite stance play okay. the devil's advocate from okay. the get go. And um, that just kind of sets the stage for a great day. So you walk in knowing what side to choose and knowing how to instigate the other side. Yeah, you stick, okay. stick to your guns and don't let anyone try to convince convince you otherwise. And it's irrelevant what you really believe. You're just, you're choosing to go the opposite. Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. Set so, that tension from the get-go. Okay. Yeah. All right. That seems like a great start yeah. for sure. The other one, step, or not the other one, step number two, tip number two is seat selection. I don't know about you, but where we have, my parents' house isn't huge, and so we have, we set up tables in the living room Mm -hmm. for however many people we have, and um, some of the seats get a little too close to the furniture, and it makes it really hard to, like, get up and down and get in and out of your seat. Yeah. Those are the seats you want to go for. Okay. Because you're sitting there and then someone asks you to help them. Like, hey, could you grab that? Could you get this for the kid or something? Ah, sorry. I I really can't get out of my seat right now. And then also you want to refill your plate. Hey, I can't really get out of my seat. Will you go put all the mashed potatoes on my plate? And so. Oh, that's good. So Seat selection is key. Yeah. So you want to find that prime spot where you can't actually move easily because logic would think you want the opposite. Yeah. No. Get get the spot that boxes you in that way you may you force everyone else to serve you okay i like that i like that well what's number three number three is matching outfits so get a list of everyone that's going to be there and just guess what their size is that's never offensive to people yeah and then um get them all um some type of outfit that they could all share and wearing and um if they're like oh thanks but no thanks then that's when you add the guilt trip like make them think that you worked really hard on this outfit and it's really gonna ruin your day if they don't wear the sweater that you knit for them that might be two sizes too big two sizes too small because once again you just guessed the size and you're going up and down the family so oldest to youngest yeah, everyone there. Okay, okay. Even, I mean, if you want to knit some sweaters for the animals, do it. Now, are we, are these holiday-themed sweaters, or are they just kind of anything goes? Or well, in my already, case, I Are have, you looking at Christmas? What's, the, what's my, the plan? In my case, I have no idea how to knit. Okay. And so they're just whatever it turns out to be. <laughs> but you do make it. Yeah. Okay. I, I make I spend, you know, weeks preparing. Yeah. And so... Well, can you... Uh, can you spill the beans? Can you let us know what what this year's Thanksgiving theme is? Yeah, it's just uh, yarn gloves. Okay. Because, like I said, I have no idea how to knit, so so everything I try to make ends up looking like some type of glove. So are they just pieces of yarn wrapped around hands? Yeah, you like know, I mean, you just kind of toss some yarn around and then do some needles. I don't have any actual crochet needles, so I just use chopsticks, but oh, okay. they work the same. They work about the same. Yeah. yeah. From my, yeah. like I said, my knowledge of knitting. Yeah. 
Now, in in the history of of this, has that gone well for you? Oh, absolutely. Your everyone loves, loves it. it. Okay. Just like tip number one, politics. Everyone is equally pleased with this matching outfits. Yes. All right. Well. Okay. So we're 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 almost there. What is number four? Tip number four is. All right. This one takes a little bit of preparation beforehand. Because matching outfits doesn't. Yeah, that one's easy. Okay. So you volunteer to provide the turkey. Okay. And so um, after volunteering to provide the turkey, you find a turkey farm, you buy a turkey alive, and then you take pictures of yourself doing various errands with the turkey. You know, like, look, here's me in the turkey, like, mowing the lawn. Here's me in the turkey. Just make the turkey, like, really build up the personable side of the turkey. Yeah. Develop those pictures, put them in frames, set those around the table. Um, people will be like, oh, that's funny. Like, he's got these pictures with the turkey. And then, lo and behold, you bring out that delicious cooked turkey that you shared so much life with. It really, uh, I think people really... They really like eating something that they know had a good life. Do you name the turkey? Sure, if you want. Like, so, like, the, on the photo, does it say, like, this is Jimbery you know, enjoying the the car wash? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could name it. I think it's, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I feel like personalizing it like that does make it a little you more. You personalize it. You want, the, the whole point is to stage the personalization. Okay. Like, you because yourself. Because you don't want to get attached to Yeah, you can't get attached because you're going to have to slaughter thing. this thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> well, has that uh, that's never backfired either, right? No, people love it. Like people I said, love people it. love eating something that do they know was a pet. Do you find you take more turkey home than usual? Nope, I refuse to take it home. Okay, you yeah. just leave it. Send it yeah. with them. Send and, it with them in their yard. And gloves. A bonus tip: No one likes dry turkey, so undercook it. Undercook yeah. the turkey. Okay, well, makes it a lot juicier. Okay. <laughs> but that's just a bonus tip. That yeah. is not the fifth and final. So, uh, so far we have talk politics, seat selection, matching outfits, photos of the turkey you are going to eat, and then what is the fifth and final tip for the greatest Thanksgiving ever? It's to bring your own food that's just for you and way better than what everyone else is going to be eating. I like that one. Yeah. So, um, and then really just kind of like, if someone asks to share like, oh, I see you brought some of that. Can I have some of that? Just be like, no, this is mine. You ungrateful. This is, you know, you just kind of really, like I said, this whole thing is about guilt. Just really lay yeah. on the guilt. Yeah. One thing I've, I've learned is that people feel are a lot more uh, expressive of their thanks when you guilt them into it. Really? Yeah. So, cause it makes them think about it and then they yeah. realize, wow, I mean, I know Kyle's kind of being a, 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 a jerk right now, but I mean, really he's, he's, I'm thankful he's in my life. Well, no, it's more of like a, oh my goodness, I better really show my thankfulness or this psycho might murder me. Ah, uh, okay. that type of guilt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's that type. It's not, it's not something that will create an appreciation. It's something that will create a survival instinct, yeah, which okay. I think everyone yeah. needs at some point in time. Yeah. We, you know, we all have to have that. Like I think once instinct. a year, whenever like, you know, we're living in America, we're all fat and happy. Like they need to be scared for their lives a little bit, you know, just a little bit, just though, so just they'll be more bit. thankful for, the other 364 days. Yeah. Well, I I, I got to tell you, Kyle, um, here in a month, we'll be doing this again for Christmas. So I Those can't wait. Those are to five hear what real tips, tips that I thought out long before 
just now this episode. I've been, that, is, that is true. I've actually, uh, your wife has mentioned um, the matching outfits yeah. before. So. I in no way just thought of those not, five not minutes at all. ago. Um, so just for a recap, just for those listening, remember, tip number one, talk politics. Number two, seat selection. Number three, matching outfits for the whole family. Number four, photos of the turkey alive and then bring the dead turkey out on the plate. And then number five, bring your own food and do not share it. Yeah. And bonus, don't forget the bonus tip for and number the four. Bonus tip. Undercook the turkey Undercook because no one turkey. likes dry turkey. Yes. Undercook the turkey. So those are Kyle's five tips for having the best Thanksgiving ever. And you know what? While you're out enjoying your Thanksgiving festivities this week, let us know uh, which or if any of the five tips you followed and uh, let us know how that turned out for you because we would love to hear it. We'll even bring you on the show. You can call in and you can talk to Kyle and uh, you guys can can just talk through why that tip did or did not work well. ultimately though listen ultimately we're not responsible for any consequences that is so, right the creating issue bears no responsibility you're gonna for have to, you're gonna your have to own up you you've got to you've got to make it yourself so uh well kyle we need to take a break and uh i'm i'm really anxious to try some of these uh this week so i um, can't wait yeah it's gonna be awesome we're gonna take a break we'll be right back with our special guest megan watson of pro church media so stay tuned the Create Initiative Workshop is coming January 26th, 2019 in Oklahoma City. Join us for a day of practical training on all things creative. Breakouts will cover audio, design, video, creating environments, communications, and much, much more. Registration is now open and the cost is only $25 per person until January 20th. Go to createinitiative.org workshops to learn more and register. Welcome back to the Creating Issue Podcast. Uh, today, we have a special guest on the show, Kyle. It is Megan Watson. Uh, Megan is the founder and creator of Pro Church Media, the online community of church creatives. And uh, you can follow them on Instagram, and, and they have a great Facebook community group. And uh, they've just started doing something called Pro Church University, where they have online tutorials and then one-day workshops. Uh, to help uh, creatives in the church uh, learn and develop and grow in their in their art. So uh, we were happy to have Megan on the podcast, and we wanted to, to let you listen in to our conversation. So here is our interview with Megan Watson. Well, Megan, we are so grateful that you would be on the Create Initiative podcast. Um, just to kind of get things started, uh, you have a background that, that is in design and illustration and things like that. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Uh, I started out in design. Yep. Okay. How did that come about? How did you find yourself interested in that world? Um, you know, I, I thought about this question a little bit and I was thinking, um, you know, I think it's like one of the silly answers is one of the things my mom used to like always tell me is like when I was four, I used to like write all over the walls and now she's like really happy that I'm in a creative endeavor because, you know, it all paid off from ruining my clothes and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like as I, um, uh, you know, just throughout my lifetime and stuff, um, I think I've always been drawn to creativity and that kind of thing. Um, I think, um, you know, this probably will age me a little, but, uh, when 
I first started out, uh, I was actually designing in high school and I was one of the first ones who got to, uh, take part in a new design software, which at the time was illustrator and Photoshop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) before that, I think we were using cork or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think those types of things led me into kind of more of a creative career. Um, I actually went to school for marketing um, and ended up in the advertising world before I actually got into the design world uh, professionally. But um, there are things that kind of led me, even even working for advertising agencies and that kind of thing, um, that really connected me to the creative world and then got more and more into it. Um, started really self-taught designing um, on with Illustrator and things like that and kind of went from there. Well, that, that's cool. And so uh, in school, did, did you get a degree in marketing or was it in a design phase? Yeah, um, I went to school for business. I actually, okay. this might sound interesting, but I originally thought I wanted to be an accounting major. So, Ooh, yes. <laughs> so I went into accounting and... Uh, you know, I think the creative side of me just didn't <laughs> go well with that. So I ended up in marketing, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of my background, at least for schooling was marketing and accounting. Okay. Well, that, well, that's cool. I mean, that is, uh, th- those do seem like two ends of the spectrum. Um, but it's sure it's probably good to know both sides. Uh, there's probably too many creatives who can't, uh, keep a good checkbook. So, um, <laughs> Well, uh, so you, you took this, this love for design and creativity and all that, and you've, you've managed to create, uh, an online community pro church media that I love to follow. And I, I love what you're doing with it. Um, uh, to, to kind of keep that thread of design and creativity, how did your, your interest in, in church creativity come about? Uh, when I first started out, um, professionally, um, I actually started, Really, I, I should give a big credit to my husband, uh, Jason. He's actually the one who kind of taught me um, a lot of what I know about like design now. Um, and uh, he was working at a church at the time. And so really, I, I got to see how design and uh, church media uh, were, was developing all the way back then through him. Um, and because of that, I started connecting with other designers in the church world and starting to do my own projects, much like a lot of designers in the church world probably start out as you just kind of start meeting other people, start learning from them and, um, start developing your own skills and that kind of thing, getting feedback. Uh, we had a wonderful community back then, even, um, just kind of behind the scenes and, um, just getting to learn from them and grow with them. Uh, really kind of started all of that for me. Well, that, that's cool. And, and I love that you use the word community. Um, you know, you've, you've created this community. I think I checked uh, yesterday uh, and you had over 33,000 followers on the pro church media uh, uh, Instagram account. And like, were you like, when you created that, were you, were you intentional about creating a community or do you feel like that just kind of organically happened or how did all that come about? Yeah. Um, you know, I think my hope was to create a sense of community from the beginning. Uh, you know, it, per church media really, I mean, there's, I think there's a ton of reasons why it came about, but one of the big ones for me was, um, uh, being able to, you know, at the time I was 
when I was thinking about creating working with the church and, um, you know, I was creating briefs and things for my pastor to look at. And, you know, I found a lot of great inspiration out there from places like Dribbble and Behance and um, other places where you can find great design, but I was having a hard time finding the right messaging um, that really worked for the church world. Um, and that's kind of behind the scenes where I started developing um, kind of what per church media was kind of based around right when it started was trying to find um, what people were doing in their churches all around the world that was really communicating a message really well. Um, so that's kind of part of how it all started. But, um, you know, with per church media, we've always tried to be really intentional with what we're doing with it. Um, from the beginning, I think I've always had these big ideas and, um, you know, we're finally getting started on some of those, which we're really excited about. But we've always kind of had a goal in mind um, to serve churches, to help creatives in the church, um, to create things that would help uh, save time, save their resources, and just be able to push their church forward in a way that um, was helpful. Well, I, I definitely think you guys are are doing that. Um, like I said, I, I'm a follower. I love I've seen what you guys have done, and I and I love the way you've you've established this new partnership with that creative church. Um, kind of what was some of that? I know I didn't put this on the question list, but kind of what was some of the idea of of doing this partnership and kind of creating um, prompts for people to create new things um, and share it. Yeah. Um, well, we love uh, Nick Adner and Creative Church and everything that he's done with that community. Um, he's really inspiring. Um, I've always, you know, I've followed his devotionals for a while and I've always found um, some really great words of wisdom that he's able to share. And so that's something that we just wanted to uh, to partner with him on and and really uh, serve our, our community well. I think that was one of the main things about our conversation when we were thinking about this was that, um, you know, the main the main goal is to serve the people who are in our community well and um, to push them forward um, in what they're doing. Um, as far as like the Pro Church Media Challenge, what we've been doing there, that really came from an idea that we had uh, a little bit connected to Pro Church Media University. And that was that, um, you know, we wanted to just create a, a place where people could kind of push their design skills a little bit, try out new things, um, but maybe uh, couldn't do that in, in their church necessarily. I, I think we see that come up in our community group a lot where people uh, will talk about, you know, you know, sometimes there's a struggle between creativity and, and just communicating the message and just doing, doing, you know, maybe their job of what they, what their pastors are telling them to do or, or what their uh, church is expecting from them. Um, and so we wanted to kind of, create a space where, you know, anything goes, you know, we're just going to give you this idea and you can run with it and create, um, you know, any kind of design that you want. And with that, um, hopefully like expand your skills, try out something new, you know, try animation for the first time or, uh, use a program that you've never used or try a new design skill that you've, you've to learn. But, hadn't really had a chance to um, learn it just in your everyday work life. So so that's really what um, is the behind the scenes of those and what we kind of hope that people are doing with those is just 
just a way to, you know, share that creativity with our whole community, be able to celebrate and look at what other people are doing and, and really push ourselves. Well, uh, it, it's, it's fun to watch. I know that. Would you say uh, for you personally, has, uh, have those efforts exceeded your expectations? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I you, you know, whenever you start something like this, you're, I, I think I remember talking to my husband about it and being like, you know what, everybody could just completely ignore this <laughs> and no one will do it. And I was like, well, you know what? And it, we're just going to try it anyway. So, um, it's been really great to see everybody's response and the creativity out there and what people are sharing is absolutely amazing. Um, it's, it's been wonderful just from my, from my perspective to just watch people not only try the challenge but i see them growing week after week or trying new things and that's that's huge um being able to see that yeah i mean i I can imagine and and i love that you mentioned um the fact that this presents an outlet that maybe some of the designs and the the ideas that they wouldn't necessarily maybe fly in their home church because i know like i'll look at it and i'll be like i love that design i love that but that's probably not something that like i could use um you know, at my church or anything like that. But I love that you've intentionally created an outlet um, where designers can do what they love to do and kind of step outside those boxes. Um, so I, I just love that. And I love that you were intentional about creating that. Um, uh, you mentioned Pro Church University. Uh, I, I know that's something relatively uh, new new for you guys. Would you want to tell us a little bit about what that is and, and where that heart came from? It's something that we're beta testing right now. Um, we've got some awesome beta testers who are going through a uh, After Effects launch course that we've been uh, doing. Um, that's been going really well. Uh, Pro Church Media University, you know, we, we started out just doing kind of tutorials and that kind of thing. And um, the heart for it really came from um, you know, we've, we've shared inspiration with people. We try to share resources and things that we create for churches. But one of the things that we want to do is, uh, and one of the things that we're really looking forward to doing more and more of is empowering churches to do that for themselves, um, to give them the tools um, to to learn from uh, some some of the best people out there who are have been working in churches who who have real world experience working on specific church projects and then being able to give them the skills to do that on their own. Um, you know, I think people get a little bit of a taste of it through our tutorials that we do for free in our pro church media community group on Facebook. Um, but the, uh, the university side, the courses and the workshops that we have really take a deep dive into, um, some of those subjects and, um, you know, we're we're trying hard to to work with others on that to expand it and and make it something where uh, you're going to be getting just deep knowledge, but also practical usage in a church. Um, I think there's a lot of learning tools out there um, for the creative world, um, but uh, I, I've had experience with them too, and. One of the difficulties is that either you're trying to piece together a YouTube tutorials from all over the place, trying to figure out how to, to work them into your schedule and and uh, piece them together, basically. Or you're, you're taking this deep uh, course from another place, but none of the projects really have real world application to the church world. 
And so we kind of looked at both of those things and tried to create courses that address both of those so that you're not only getting the knowledge and the skills and the training that you need, but also these real world projects that you can use immediately in your church. Yeah, uh, I mean, that sounds awesome. And I know uh, you guys, as the time of this recording, you've just finished, uh, you had two one day workshops that were like in-person events. Um, I guess my first question is, do you guys plan to do more of those in the future? And then if so, uh, what, what do those workshops look like for people to attend? Yeah. Um, so right now we did three workshops in 2018 and those were, um, based on church media, um, like worship, space technology, that the projection technology, that kind of thing. Um, things that churches probably are using every Sunday or trying to get into using every Sunday to project lyrics and things like that. We just wanted to give people like a really basic kind of uh, workshop that they can speak with experts. Um, the guys that, that come speak there um, have been working in that, that field for many, many years, and they've got a lot of know-how and knowledge, um, which we really like because in those one, in those workshops, you're able to, um, not only like get the advice and, and teaching, but really it's about meeting the, the, the speakers and mm-hmm. actually getting to, to talk to them one-on-one and get feedback about your own situation. Um, so that's something that we're excited about. It's definitely something that we're thinking about for 2019 um, and continuing that. Um, we're, we have other plans. I can't say what we're doing, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, they are uh, within that, um, within those goals. So Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want you to, to have to spill the beans, but, um, you know, when it, when it comes to pro church university and pro church media, um, what, what is the future? Like, what do you, what do you hope to see take place, uh, as an online community? And then even in these workshops and things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it comes back down to like kind of who we are and, and what we've kind of kept as as our focus even from the start is this idea of servant leadership and um that's something that we take to heart very seriously at per church media and um that means serving our community well and what that means is you know keeping keeping that community focus and finding ways to serve that community better um i think in person um workshops and those kinds of things are, are a good step. Um, you know, we also realize that uh, our community is spread out kind of all over the world. And so we're trying to address that as well. Um, trying to find ways to connect, um, you know, not just through Facebook, but coming out with next year, a lot of them are going to be online so that, um, no matter where you are, you can participate. Um, even in our beta course, I believe that we have, Oh, I think at least five countries represented. So not everyone is, um, you know, from the United States and that kind of thing. And and that's something that we definitely want to keep in mind as we think about the future. Um, You know, I think something that we excel at at Pro Church Media too, and something that is important within that servant leadership uh, mindset is creating resources, creating things that helps creatives and churches um not only learn but save time and that kind of thing um 
it's interesting. I, I was actually listening to um, another podcast this morning and they were talking about how I think it was about like social media addiction or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's something like I'm always like thinking about even for our own community because we do so much online. And um, really what per church media is trying to do is, you know, give you give churches. We, we try to do the legwork of the idea and the resources and the, and the things so that it, those types of things so that you they, that churches and church staff aren't aren't spending their time on those things because we really think that the backbone of any church is being able to have, you know, creatives and staff members spending time in the word and praying and, and doing all those things that are so important for our spiritual growth that, you know, it's something that we constantly try to keep in mind and try to make sure that we're serving our community well so that they can focus on what's most important. Oh, that, that is awesome. And I mean, that's a, it's a great, it's a great value. I think you guys are adding uh, to the local church, especially in the creative, uh, creative market. Um, it, if I could, it's kind of a broad, we've, we've talked about this word community, uh, quite a bit and, you know, part of, uh, for the creative initiative for what we do, it, it all came out of this idea of we've got people in Oklahoma who are doing this all by themselves and we don't want them to have to do uh, things by themselves in the creative church world. Um, and so in your opinion, uh, what's the importance of making sure that community or that, cre- what's the importance of making sure that creatives have a community that they can be a part of uh, when it comes to being in the church world? Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, I think it's, especially in the church world, I mean, often when I go to these workshops or conferences and things, I'm talking to creatives, they're often the only creative on their whole team, you know, mm-hmm. and then, then, so I think it's really important to have this community where, um, you know, it's kind of like-minded people. We can talk about, you know, the realities of creative ministry and what that looks like in the real church. Um, oftentimes, since there is only one or two people on staff doing any type of creative work, and and o- often they're also <laughs> bi or tri-vocational, you know, like yeah. they're doing a few other things as well. Um, so, um, you know, being able to uh, support each other, um, but also, you know, joke around about the reality of creative ministry and and um, being able to uh, collaborate as well. I think that's that's something that we see a lot in our Facebook group and we, you know, try to continue to grow there. We look through people's questions and give honest answers or um, support and things like that that helps other creatives feel like they're not alone. Megan, just kind of as we as we wrap up, um, can you provide any just general words of encouragement for your fellow creatives? You know, I think one of the biggest things is number one. I think what we were just talking about is you're not alone. Um, you know, there's uh, you know our community's here to support you, and um, you know, I, I think ministry just in general can feel kind of lonely sometimes, and uh, you know that that there are other people out there who are are wanting to support you and, and be with you and get you through, you know, creative ruts and that kind of thing. Um, and then also, um, you know, 
I think I have like lots of words of encouragement and things, but one thing that kind of stuck out to me is our challenge this week is actually called uh, uh, Death to Self. And I kind of like that because I think in the creative world that um, that's, that's something very uh, relatable <laughs> is that, you know, I think as a creative and working um, on design projects and things, it's something that as creatives you kind of have to embrace in some ways is that kind of sacrifice of yourself within your projects and, um, you know, even just uh, the creative process as you go through it. Um, that that kind of dying to self really rings true, I think, quite a bit. Um, and so I guess my words of encouragement just in relation to that for this week would just be, um, you know, maybe instead of thinking of like those moments as like a setback, but rather like embracing them and maybe even making them like a spiritual practice or that kind of thing, just being able to seep those those bumps in the road that all creatives have to deal with and and um, using it as a way to grow and and adapt and that kind of thing. We want to thank Megan again for being on the show. Make sure and go check out Pro Church Media and uh, check out what they're doing. Join their community and uh, be a part of it. We love what the, what is happening over there. Well, Kyle, it is about time to get on the road for Thanksgiving. Um, before we go, you've mentioned your five tips. Do you have any more uh, just little bonus tips that you want to throw yeah, out there? One final, one final bonus tip, and this is uh, this will really take your Thanksgiving to the next level, and it's cranberry everything. Cranberry everything. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like food things. I'm talking about cranberry scented napkins, cranberry scented plates, cranberry candles, uh, you know, Go to Hobby Lobby, buy all those fake fruits and everything. Buy some cranberry spray, spray it on them. We want, we want the first thing people to smell when they walk in, or even when they pull into the driveway, is like, oh, it smells like cranberry, whatever yeah. that smells like. Yeah. Like we basically want it to be like an ocean spray commercial. Okay. And so with those two guys just standing out in the cranberry field, and so. Have you ever wondered what that like? Have you tried to produce that smell in your house? No, oh, piece of cake. Okay. I can't tell. I mean, legally, I can't tell everyone oh, how to okay. do it. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But so, you can find out how. Yeah. And so it is guaranteed to help the, uh, the the people as they walk in. Essentially, you open up a can of the cranberries. You know, it's just solid cranberry jello. Yeah. You, you know, you stick a string down in there. You light that on fire. Boom. Cranberry candle. Cranberry candle. I like that. Yeah. So you too can make your own cranberry candle. But again, Create Initiative does not bear responsibility for anything that may happen this Thanksgiving holiday. So just keep that in mind. Well, Kyle, hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, man. I will. Well, good. Good. You too. Well, thank you. Thank you. And before we go, you know, everyone is probably already thinking about Black Friday and uh, all the, the great deals they're going to have. Maybe they're thinking about Cyber Monday and all the great deals they're going to find on Monday. Well, before we go, we need to let you know Registration is now open for the Create Initiative Workshop on January 26th, 2019. This is a one-day event geared toward practical training and development for local church creatives. So we're talking about staff, volunteer teams. We're talking about youth AV teams and youth worship teams, whatever it may be. Uh, This is a great day, and it's only $25 per person. And Kyle, for Cyber Monday, we have a deal. What is it? Well, 
The deal is, if you register on Monday after Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday, it only costs $25 a person. Not only that, for Black Friday, we've got also an exclusive offer. Black Friday only. You can go back and listen to every episode of this podcast for free. That is right. Every episode is available for free at createindustry.org. Black Friday only. So, two great deals for you. Yep. Black Friday, you can listen to any Creative podcast on the website, creativeinitiative.org slash podcast. And on Cyber Monday, you can register for the Creative Initiative Workshop for $25 a person. So get your team lined out. It's going to be a great time. We only have 200 spots available, Kyle. Yeah, I don't want to be too harsh about it, but if you don't register for this, you're a real idiot. Oh, that's, that, that's just what Jason was saying earlier before the show. <laughs> that is not what I was saying at all. So uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. For Kali, I'm Jason Evans. We do hope you have a wonderful holiday. Hope you stay safe while you're traveling. And we'll be back in a couple weeks.